really I have another cool. one. I want to I want to come out with the an MSG bay like, like it's going to be called MS Jesus. <laughs> 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 so I'm taking it a step further than what I already did cuz I just that's how much I like messing with people. I don't yeah. really like messing with people. I, I do a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you oh, do. It's fun. okay. It's it's you're right. right. It's okay. <laughs> we don't think any less of you. It's so it, much you, fun, we though. Might, we might think know? a little more of you, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers. I'm Spike. And I'm Zach. Today we're speaking with David Van Overeem from Hob Sauce out of Portland, Oregon. How you doing, David? What's up, David? I'm doing well. I had a a moment of panic recently um, because you might check into this facebook i and i can edit this out if you want but facebook suggested you mm -hmm. as davis oh shit and it had your picture <laughs> and i was like have i been calling da him david all this time and his name's davis so it's an interesting so way to start this out okay so <laughs> okay not everyone knows this and now a lot pe more people will well i can edit it out no it's fine i'm i'm ready to come clean uh, you have an alter ego i do i do I, I davis cleveland is my rap name i was a rapper from like 96 till i don't know 2014 i still i can still rap but i don't i don't pursue the music anymore i still i'm a supporting artist in other groups and dj but davis cleveland was a whole other persona and I, I made all sorts of music, a lot of dirty music, and some really great music. I mean, I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, and the people who call me Davis usually have known me a lot longer. Uh, like, Got it. There's certain people in my my wife's family that call me Davis now because she, my wife calls me Davis. It's always interesting. I'm just like, oh, you don't know. You don't really know me as Davis, but that's okay. So, yeah, if someone calls me David... It's because of that. They they haven't known me as long. And even then, now my DJ name is is Clavicle. It's DJ Clavicle. Um, short for radical clavicle. So I have all sorts of other um aliases. I have graffiti <laughs> aliases that I won't share. Uh, <laughs> well, that's that's a good sometimes thing. life can be a little boring. You gotta like spice it up, right? That's it, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I do Spike, but uh, a lot of people don't know this. My name's Christopher, Chris, mm. um, but I hate that name. I always have. If, if somebody calls me Chris out of the blue, I know they've looked too far into who I am. It always makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I never liked David, um, and I especially don't like when people call me Dave. And oh, yeah. Yeah, it, only certain people can call me Dave, and I got to be close with them. You know, now I'm embracing it more, David, and I just, I don't know. I think I got to a point where... I was trying to get away from Davis. It, it was not just getting away from the name. It was just like growing up a little bit, yeah. changing changing my direction. That when I worked in restaurants, they knew me as El Buffalo. Oh, the yeah? Guys in the, the guys in the back called me that because I went from being like this skinny kid. They called me Potrillo, a young, uh, gawky horse. Mm -hmm. um, and then I gained a bunch of weight, got real heavy, and they called me El Buffalo because I was a big fat guy now. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh but when i left the restaurant business i kind of left that behind and went with spike which i got actually uh a different way back way back when i'll tell that story another time but 
Yeah. Now they're starting to call me the Sauce Lord, and I I'm, I love that man. <laughs> I'm loving it too. And I even like I'll embrace that. I, that's a compliment. I even got a couple hats printed up. I was like, oh god, I love that too much. I've got a sticker. You, <laughs> you sent me a sticker with it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Sauce Lord, it was all just kind of a, a joke. We were just kidding around. Like I had sent my brother some. My brother does a lot of my artwork uh, for the sauces. But ah. I was holding some bottles up. And he sent it back to me, like he animated it up, and it, I was like, "Oh, that's hilarious!" Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, not very often do people say, "Hey, are you religious about?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting people to take it the wrong way. Yeah, and no one really. And asked. I'm sure there are people who take it the wrong. Way. I'm sure they are, but they don't say shit. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. They I mean, won't. You... So, um, death row hot sauce. Hmm. You're on death row. What's your last meal? What hot sauce are you putting on it? It can't be yours, and it can't be nope. either of ours. It's not going to be hot sauce. Um, it's going to be. I'm going to be eating some pho, and it's going to be like some sort of chili crisp in there, or like like crack sauce. Um, with you know heavy fish sauce and chili oils and or chili yeah, uh, like fresh chilies like serranos or Thai chilies. I'm gonna. I'm, that's going to be it right there. That's awesome. So if you had to have a hot sauce on there, because they just didn't have anything else, just I, I'd like to, you know, we we were we were giving some love out to some brands that. Oh well, shit! I would never put hot sauce <laughs> on my pho. Or, I can't. Or, or 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 yeah, or a uh, a chili crisp that you know that you like that's not yours. I know yours looks good. I haven't had it yet. I can't would, wait to it try. Would it would be uh, Zindrews. Zindrews of Orange County. Yeah. They've got ah. some chili crisp. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Zindrus. Yeah. I'll check it's that really, out. Yeah, it's really good. All right. So how about your hot sauce history? Where, did you Have you always been into that spicy food? If not, how did you get into that? And then how did it progress into a hot sauce business? Yeah, my earliest memory with spicy food would be, I grew up in LA. And when we wanted to cool down in the summer, uh, even in, you know, whenever, we would get a cucumber, take the skin off, cut it up top, and then hollow it out. And then we would put lime juice, salt, and tapatio. Um, and that's how we would roll. And it was so delicious. Um, I, I mean, I've I've been eating spicy food since I was a real little kid uh, with my, my mom's side of the family being of Latin descent and my father being Dutch Indonesian. So I mean, we we just had spicy food growing up. Awesome, uh, you know I'm from Riverside. Mm, okay, so yeah, same same wood of the necks. Yeah, east 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 LA. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so now, how'd you end up owning a hot sauce business? I had my first daughter um, in 2016, and the plan was I would take a break from work. Um, I, I worked for. Nordstrom for years and did a little bit of everything. I mean, I had already I had a record shop as well, but I that didn't work out so well. I got I got away from it and I decided I didn't love what I did. My wife, she she you know really enjoyed her job at the time. She went back to work and I stayed home with my daughter for a year. And during that time, I was trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do with my life and I decided I was going to do I was going to go back to school and be a coder and I was about to turn in the paperwork and do all that shit. And just, I said, fuck that. I'm, I'm opening up a hot sauce business. Like that's how <laughs> it's fucking randomly. Holy moly. 
<laughs> yeah. Like well, I would I was like making a lot of sauce that summer. And even before like uh, my wife gave birth, we were having like hot sauce inducing parties because I was just growing a bunch of peppers and just barbecuing and making all sorts of good food. And so I was into it. And so I just clicked in my head. Like I'm just without doing any kind of market research, I'm, I'm going to open up a hot sauce business. And I had no idea how many hot sauce companies were in Portland. And oh, yeah. I mean, I knew there were a, a, a few, but I had I didn't pay attention at the grocery store. I didn't, it's just not something that was on my radar then. So I went right into it and just made some really generic labels. I probably have some. Oh, shit, I have some right here. Like, this was my first label. It's um, our smoked cherry wood, which we still sell. One of my favorites. Super basic. I didn't think about the artwork involved. I just wanted it to be bold so people could see it. And um, I had like three flavors, maybe four. It was the roasted habanero was the first. It was smoked cherry wood, high peach, and then the pineapple habanero. And back then I was roasting my pineapple, um, which I thought was really great until I really figured out like there's no way I'm going to be able to roast all this pineapple. <laughs> the big and realization we all have. <laughs> yeah, there's ways, but I don't want to. I was selling my friend's hot sauce on the internet, uh, on, on the internet, on uh, Instagram and posting it. And like people were just coming to my house and picking up sauce. People I hadn't I hadn't seen for years were like, I want some of your hot sauce. And I was like, cool. And then I went to a a business um, program just to kind of learn some some things and meet uh, this market uh, buyer. And he said, once you get this to market, I'll carry it in my store. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm like, this is it. I'm, I'm going to, I made it. <laughs> and, oh, the young, the young me thinking that that's all you had to do. You know, that's it. You're in. Um, so I, I worked my ass off, got it all ready for market submitted it to them and got denied oh <laughs> like and i still I, I now that i look at the label i'm totally know why but i, I wasn't ready and they knew it and so yeah. he should have given me a little more guidance but i i think at that point i was like this isn't gonna work out you know there's no way i can make enough money to afford to live you know without having the market on board and then snapped out of it of course rebranded it made it right submitted it and they took it and by the time they took it i was already getting into other stores too so things are started picking up yeah yeah i mean I, I i i gotta tell you i'm stunned because i seriously thought you'd been in the restaurant business you've uh -huh. got a, a chef's hand with the way you handle your sauces I was the maintenance uh, manager, so I would fix the shit in the kitchen, uh, <laughs> and I would take part. So I knew how things worked, and they always needed my help. So the kitchen folks were always good to me, but I had never done anything in the kitchen. Kitchens have always been intimidating to me. I'm not. I don't want to walk in there and go, you know, corner. You know, I'm not that guy. <laughs> like, I'm in the way. You know. I love to cook for my family. I don't want to cook for a bunch of people. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely floored. Seriously, that is amazing to me because you, you I thought you had like serious training as a chef. I, I fake it well. Yeah, they, I, you certainly do. Holy moly! <laughs> fake, fake it, do you make it? Well, uh, so what are the elements for that make a great hot sauce? That answer is so complex now. Yeah, it is, and forever changing, and 
I am not I don't have the answer to that question, but I would say whatever you like. That's the like that's what it needs to be. Like I'm not making sauce for you. It's what I I'm making sauce for myself. So if you like it and you're making something that you want to eat, that's it. That's what you should be making. Who gives a fuck what everybody wants? Let's like I'm making dinner and we're all sitting here eating it. I don't care if you want, you know, it to be gluten-free or not. I'm making it for me. And then, yeah. then if people just happen to really enjoy it, great. That's awesome. And I think that's the that's the that's the way to go. Awesome. You might steer clear of it at times and do something different because you're like, okay, now now what? But if you don't like it yourself, then what's the point? Well, and Zach and I have both said that we don't love, right, Zach? We both said we, we don't love like every single sauce we come out with is not like the knock it out of the park sauce or mm-hmm. I, I mean at one point in time, uh yeah, it, it was a you know what I mean? Like at one point in time I thought it was the greatest fucking thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. But as I have evolved as well as my palate, you know what I mean? Things change and I don't love things as much as I used to, you know? That happens a lot quicker now than it ever has too for me. Like there's yeah. there's flavors in my lineup that I'm just like ready to get rid of that if I and I know if I do, it's not gonna it's gonna make a bunch of people pissed. But yeah. You only know. have so much room. I, I mean, I don't know. It's the the ever you know everybody's got the same problem. Not enough room. I don't have time <laughs> yeah. to make another sauce, so in order I have to like get rid of something in order for me to have time to make that new flavor that I'm really messing with. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that's what that's important to come out with new flavors. It's not the markets like the grocery stores hate it that you keep coming out with stuff because they're not going to carry it after a certain point um, unless they're real cool. But I mean, if, if what if that next flavor? That's how I think. The next, what if the next flavor is the one, not necessarily the blow up in your pocket money, but like the one that just tastes better than anything else. It might take people longer to like catch on, but it, what if it's the tastiest thing you've ever made? Like, and I have, I feel like there's so you probably feel the same way. Like you have so much to like experiment with still, and you're you're constantly discovering new oh, things. Yeah. I don't do the shopping. My wife does the shopping because I, I create new hot sauces and nobody, I, we've got nearly 40, man. They don't want me to make more hot sauces. <laughs> so that That's the rule then. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I still do it, but I just you do, do it in my you, head. Your lineup is like ridiculous. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> like you're, yeah, you're I, one of the, only- I want to know where he keeps it all. And like seriously, I have a fucking twelve hundred square foot warehouse space, and I couldn't keep forty sauces in it. You know what I mean? Believe it or not, contrary to popular belief, I'm pretty organized when I need to be. <laughs> That's it. You know, I, I myself, when it comes to space, I have a couple warehouses now and a small shop that I work out of mostly, but I have stopped producing, like mass producing certain things. There's certain flavors I have to. But I've like slowed it down working with a smaller co-packer now and purposely not working with the larger co-packers, just someone who like I can be really hands on with and make these smaller runs. Um, Because as you guys know, like when you co-pack, things change and you can you can pick up that sauce that you've loved for years from some from the grocery store. And then you're like, you get get it home and you're like, man, they must have got a co-packer because this is the same sauce. Yeah, uh, but I'm trying my best to re 
structure how I do things and work more on a made to order basis for like accounts, like larger accounts and just like, I'm not going to keep this in stock until you're ready. If you're ready for this order, then, then, then we'll go into market or production. But for now, we're just going to have a smaller amount of it, less stuff on the shelves. If we run out and we're sold out of something, that's okay. Yeah. We're working towards that. That's, we're doing a lot more micro batches now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just one and done for a year and that's it. Yeah, Zach, you're doing that out. right now, aren't you? What, what's that? You're doing that right now. That's what you're working on for your year, right? Your well, it's oh, no. I, every year I do a limited release set uh, for black charity, label. basically. Yeah. Well, can't do a black label because my label is black now. Yeah, he changed his label. label color to black, so it's white label. Whole deal. Yeah, white label. It's red. <laughs> uh, we we went with. Oh, actually, you know what? I have. Oh, do you have it? Oh. I saw this the other day. They look great. They're red labels now. Oh yeah. Which one's that one? I can't see it. It's it's the Reaper fuzzy label. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I haven't I gotta get some uh some of yours again. I haven't gotten any in a while. I want to I need to get some of that chili crisp. You, it's out, right? It is out, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see, is it gonna focus? Nope. Yeah, I can see it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that branding. What made, you change, what made you change the branding uh well the label that you just showed probably uh-huh the old school yeah that's uh that whole logo is associated with the hot ones recall mm. um it's a lot of animosity between me and uh that setup so okay. I, I wanted well this is this is the red label is oh, <laughs> <laughs> the red label is for the limited release now. Our black label looks kind of like that. Yeah. Black. Yeah. Uh, we just wanted to simplify it. We wanted to make it more shelf appearance. Uh, you know what I mean? I know what you shelf mean. Shelf presentable, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you have 15 different sauces with the same logo, it's just the same exact color. It's the same exact, you know what I mean? The only thing that changes is the uh, name that's creates a problem for people mm -hmm. like that. So um recipes. Do you have a go-to? I do. I do every time. I mean I to I to the point where I I, I fight against it a little bit. Do you have that? I, I I have in the past. Um it started out heavy tomatillo and then it would go like lots of bell pepper for different styles. So I was if it was a tomatillo blend, it was a tomatillo blend. If it was a bell pepper blend, it was a bell pepper blend with and then kind of start from there and bring everything else in uh, depending on what pepper you're using but now it's not it's really kind of all over the place and i'm i'm trying to develop things that are different than what i'm doing before i think uh i don't want to give people sauces that taste just like any other one of yeah. my sauces so, so i'm gonna right now i think going forward you're gonna see a lot of different things coming from us yeah i I love so you are one of those people that comes at, that like will just have something come out of left field that I'm I'm not expecting um yeah, I, when I get crisp. yeah the chili crisp man I so I was talking to Zach about chili crisp two years ago now at least mm -hmm. at, at, yeah. probably three uh and I was wanting to make a chili crisp but couldn't find where to figure out the process I think uh and uh I now I know where we're at. We wouldn't be able to do it. Um, just it just wouldn't work where we're at right now. Um, but eventually, I think we're going to. Uh, but I was so happy to see you. Yeah, here. it was years in the making. 
all that. It was, it was, yeah, it was because it was a complicated process to get your mind out of the hot sauce idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I'm so, when it comes down to it, making hot sauce is pretty fucking easy. And because I know, I knew exactly what to do, you know? And so going out of my comfort zone and doing something different, man, I, I, I had to like, I had to focus and really, you know, take notes and figure out exactly what I was doing wrong. Still, I mean, it's out now, tastes great, but like, there are things I'm like, okay, I got to fix that. I got to fix this still. Yeah. I gotta, even when it comes down to the jar, it's like, I need, I want a better, I want a better jar. That's every sauce, isn't it? I mean, really, when you do something, it's like, I, you get it exactly right. You're in love with it for like a, a month or two, three, that third month, you're starting to have some doubts about a couple of things, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. that's every single sauce it is it really is <laughs> yeah but yeah the chili crisp the the process of it just i've looked at it and for me just thinking okay so it's 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 like going from being a, a chef to a baker um which was what it was like going from chef to sauce hot sauce maker you know you, it's more like baking than it is like being a chef and um, but it's a whole different mindset. You have to really divorce yourself of the whole mindset you had before where you can change things on the fly and do this and do that. Yeah. And um, it looks like this is the same kind of shift you have to make, but in a different direction altogether. The only way I was able to do it is because I'm not in the kitchen every single day anymore making my sauce. So I was I had enough time to be in the kitchen every day. <laughs> creating that sauce yeah. and just focusing on these little test batches. I had other people working with me and we were making it together. It was harder to manage my people than it was, you know, to, to have someone else take care of it and be the manager. I don't want to be a manager anymore. I've been, I've been in management. It sucks. I don't want to be that guy. I find it just draining, you know, it takes away from my creativity and everything. And so, and the only way I feel like I'm going to grow is to start handing some things over to other folks. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I've gotten to a place in our company where I can step back and I haven't made sauce in a while, but our, our employees do, mm -hmm. um, but it's still hard. You know, it's, I'm still managing everybody. I still do the schedules, you know, I do all that. Um, yeah. But uh, as far as just being in the kitchen, making the sauce anymore, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, this is nice. I'm still really hands-on. So I'm like, I'll be present on certain days where I'm, and I'm still like handling, ordering the ingredients. So I'm not, it's not just some random, you know, ingredient going in or different. So, I mean, and one day, you know, years from now, hopefully I'm not having to do any of that either. And I can just like focus on the creation of whatever we're doing. There you go. That's, that's so the goal. On top of the creative side of being in the sauce business, I also enjoy being the one that makes the sauce. Mm -hmm. I don't want I don't want to do it. I don't I don't you know what I mean? I just want to make sauce. I don't I don't want to do the customer. I don't you know <laughs> I, 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 I don't I, I don't I don't want to do what you do. I want someone else to go do that shit for me. And I just mm -hmm. want to hang out in the kitchen. See wow. I yeah, I get yeah. that. I understand that to where I don't want to be the one at the farmer's market tent anymore. I don't want to exactly. be, I don't want to be the guy having to talk. I, I love talking to people. I, you know, I do a great job at selling my stuff, but 
I don't want to work every weekend at a, especially at a farmer's market. I love going to the farmer's market, but I don't want to be, I don't want to have to just be like in that position anymore, you know? And, you know, there's great folks that could, will do it for us now. And then when you do end up at a show, it goes really well because people want to meet the maker and you do better when, when you're, when you're the one selling it. But I'm at a point where I want to spend the weekend with my family. Um, and I got two daughters now and like, I'm gone all week and then I'm then I'm at an event all weekend sometimes and it's just like it's too much like this time of year is gonna be ridiculous I mean I was just gone for seven days like across the country and I love being in the kitchen making stuff too but not every single day creating is is the fun part for me too um i just can't i burnt so i worked in kitchens for so long that i just burnt out i don't i just don't even want to be in the kitchen working and especially when you're in the kitchen all day which i still end up doing i'll get home and then i don't want to cook dinner yeah that's my problem yeah i mean it kind of works out right now because i can't eat a fucking thing so <laughs> oatmeal or eggs I'll pretty simple you, i'll send you some broth <laughs> there you go I yeah I don't cook I I cook breakfast for my wife in the mornings and I just don't I don't have the I just at some point I figure the drive to cook really nice meals again will come back that passion for you know making something beautiful um I just I I love making hot sauce but I just I don't want to do anything else I just, love cooking yeah and I'm I'm the best chef for myself right now i've been cooking more be better food now than i've ever cooked in my life and i i owe that to you know the people i'm meeting at these markets and then also like man i can't tell you how much i've learned from instagram it's oh just, i know right yeah it, the good thing about social media like damn I, i'll i'll take that recipe and mess with it and now i've just made my family the, the like ultimate feast yeah yeah that is that is fun Things are so more accessible now too. Like, I mean, at least here I can go to so many different types of markets to get the things I need. There's a lot missing still. I was out in Toronto and they had everything you could ever imagine. Oh, I bet. Oh. It, it, yeah. I went to some spice shops and I was like, oh man, I am going to bring home all sorts of different things. <laughs> <laughs> Do spice shops in the United States even like still exist? Like I can't yes. think of the last time I walked into a place and there was just like a wall of spices, like high quality spices that you could just pick and choose from. Yeah, there's some spots. There's savory spice out here and they're they're a chain though too. Um there's, there's a few spots. There's a lot in Portland, there's gonna be like a good amount of ma and pa spice yeah. spots. Um yeah, you know, high artisanal. Like <laughs> I remember I one in Eugene. Um, mm -hmm. It's usually a tea and spice shop that you'll see. Yeah, Eugene's got some good little um, co-ops that have that stuff in it. Yeah. So what's your favorite hot sauce that you've ever tried? That changes a lot for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, all right. I, I really, I liked, uh, most recently, I really was enjoying Shaquanda stuff. Man, I hate being put on the spot. Even though I was already prepared for this, I had it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really love that... Uh, the Queen Majesty um, Scotch Bonnet was really delicious. Yeah. Is that the one with the coffee? No, not the one with coffee. The one with the Scotch Bonnet. Oh, okay. I thought that had 
But, oh, that's habanero. That's red habanero and coffee. Ginger, scotch bonnet, and something. That's right. I haven't tried that. I'm. Uh, I like this choy. It's a kimchi brand. It's a choice out of Portland, but it's their gochujang. It's just like a, a plastic bag of gochujang that I just oh love. I love that stuff. It's funny too because like I used to like not be a big fan of sweet hot sauce, and now I just love all sorts of different sweet hot sauces. Uh, yeah. I you know I, I like a lot of hot sauces. I like hot mama salsas. Her her stuff is really good. Um, Marshalls is really good. I like Ardvark Marshalls. Had, yeah, Ardvark has Dang. Ardvark has a Robinero, the, their green sauce that I really like. Oh, I haven't had the the green sauce at all. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, what else? Let's see. I gotta say, I always say this about Ardvark. They were the nicest when we first started up. I sent. A couple messages through to them through uh instagram they were the nicest company of that size ever just unbelievable yeah. i just spent a week with stacy the owner out out in toronto and she is so nice we we had a lot of meals together we drank a lot of wine together she is just a very kind soul and um has really taken me under her wing and helped me out a whole lot and just it's it's really appreciative. She's like that. That's definitely someone I look up to in the hot sauce business. That's nice to um, know. Yeah. Oh, what else is good? There's so much. There's so much good. Oh, you know, Funkies has this green sauce that I just love. Um, God, it's Lunar something. I think I forget the name. Like maybe it's a Lucha one. It's 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 on the mild side too. It's got a little bit of turmeric in it. It's a roasted peppers. It's 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 really delicious. So I've been waiting for this labels. I I just love your labels, man. And you know, I mean, everybody talk. I I'm a label guy. I love labels. I'm always talking about it. But your labels, um, my favorites, absolutely. And Thank I mean, you. <laughs> you clearly put a lot of thought and effort. I love that you'll have the same sauce, but you'll come out with a limited label for that sauce. Oh, it's great. I, you know, the art, the art part of this whole thing is really important because, yeah. you know, I come from a crew of artists, graffiti artists. I mean, I, when I was 15 years old, I was facing two felonies, 22 misdemeanors for graffiti. And wow. luckily I was able to, they were, they dropped all the charges. There's more to that story for some other time. And like I was facing jail time and I mean... I got away from it for a little while. I couldn't I couldn't even like paint with my friends at like events where we were doing like break dancing, DJing, and everyone's doing graffiti because the cops were being they, they were there watching. Oh so I couldn't even like pick up I had to like, you know, totally act like I had never painted before. And uh when I moved from that smaller town up to Portland, you know, I really got heavily involved in it again and I was like painting murals with all sorts of my crew members and just it was like it's just a big part of my life. And so when I first started this business, I didn't even think about it. I don't know why. And then my brother, who's like the artist in our family, like I've learned, you know, he taught me how to do graffiti. He taught me how to be a DJ. He designed the pineapple habanero label, the first one and the second one. Um, and then he started doing a few different things for me. And I was like, well, we got to get some other uh, friends of ours on here. And then I just started going from there, like, oh, I should hit up so-and-so from this crew. And then, like, oh, I've always followed, what's his name? Let's 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 reach out and see what, what happens. 
and then now it's like that's all we that's what we do it's like we're gonna find the artist yeah sometimes they'll give us something and we'll work from there sometimes they'll make suggestions on what kind of sauce they want me to make um so that's yeah. what changed too because i was like oh shoot now people are asking me to make a certain type of sauce and that's weird but like it's great because it's challenging me that's what we did with uh there we did the sauce with atmosphere we did three different sauces and on the third sauce his son wanted me to do something with maple and so we did the minnesota maple sauce and it came out i in my opinion it was so delicious and it, i love when you know <laughs> you know when you get a sauce right on the first try that was one of those sauces and it's like when you're because all right coming from the rap world too you do a verse you're, you're recording your verse and you, you'd be like a one take wonder if you get it down and record it on that first take that's what i think is like when you get that sauce down on the first take it's that one take wonder yeah and all you gotta do is scale up from there and of course make your the right adjustments or whatever but man, I love when that happens. It makes yeah. you feel like it was meant to be, you know, instead of like, I had to try so hard to develop this, which is to totally fine. But man, there's nothing like getting it right on the first try. Yeah, there's a different sort of satisfaction with each one. If you've worked on a sauce for three years and you nail it, it's like, oh, that was a lot of work. And man, I, I love this. That was, so, you know, it has a place in your soul. Mm -hmm. But that one that hits, you know, out of the blue, it's like you know <laughs> that's fantastic the soy, sauce, the soy sauce was another one of those and it was never meant to be what it became yeah uh, my brother uh ben he's the one he's, he's the artist behind all this cujo rock uh, is what we call him i mean i call him ben he designed the soy sauce label because it was dedicated to my dad who passed away um it, it was before my dad had it passed he was just getting a lot older my dad made us nasi goreng when i was a kid it's, called, it's really it's fried rice indonesian fried rice yeah and like the soy sauce kind of was like a big part of that uh and he made his his spicier with different things and and i created that just to kind of you know tip my hat to my dad and make him something you know and then it blew up that that bottle that's that flavor just was the one it still is like our best seller to date it does it's the one, and it's also one of those sauces that does really well online and in person. But when people go to the grocery store, they're like, I have no idea what this is. Oh, yeah. 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 But there's, you know, it's got enough following here in Portland to where it's still in the stores, which is well, it was great. But yeah, online and in person, man, people freak out about that sauce. When you have a sauce like that that breaks out, yeah. do you feel like you're battling against that sauce with every sauce you make after that? Because I do. Our unicorn blood. I mean, and I and I sometimes I beat it, sometimes I don't. But that's you know. Yes, I you know when I go to a market, I have twenty two flavors right now, so I only usually bring six to eight, and that's still feel like that's a lot sometimes because I don't want yeah, to have is. sample every single thing. But yeah, all the other ones battle against the soy sauce. But you know, we created those four packs. These uh, you know, create your own four packs. Yeah. And so these sell more than anything. And so people put the soy sauce in there and then three other ones. So, but I'm definitely, when I go somewhere, I got to take twice as much soy sauce than anything else. Yeah. We do. We have to do that with the unicorn blood. It's the orange chipotle. Everybody wants it. That's the thing. And now with the chili crisp. It, oh, I bet. That's kind of taken the lead, um, which is blew my mind. Cause I was like, Oh shit. It changed shipping. Like now, things don't ship as well and easy. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And that that really messed with me. But 
whatever you gotta adapt right yeah absolutely do you so do you <laughs> take care of your own shipping or do you have other people do it i just started working with a fulfillment center like two weeks ago um because i going into the holidays i wanted to uh like i said i want to take i want, I want more free time you know what yeah, i mean so that I'm makes sense steps but uh it was just like a good timing because uh, i was going to be gone this whole week in toronto too and i was like Shh, I'm, I like when I get an order, I like to ship it the next day, if if not the day of, you know, mm -hmm. I just I, I, I think the customer loves that and I, I want them to have it. We used and, to do that. Uh, I think we do Tuesdays and Fridays now. Yeah. Or we're competing with Amazon, you know, yeah. and like, yeah, I love getting things quickly too myself. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. During Late the holidays, we'll definitely do it every day. But when we are in the off season, we send out Tuesdays and Fridays. It just got to be so hard to. You know, it's easier to staff to pull somebody for two days. Yeah, I don't have a staff. I have people who help me out at markets that I can call on. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't want that. You yeah. know what I mean? In my, my structure. Um, yeah, I, this fulfillment center is going really well so far, and they've, they've fulfilled a ton of things, and nothing's broken yet. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> I know, I know. Wait till it's, you know. 20 degrees out next week and then things start breaking yeah yesterday at farmer's market it was 20 for four hours yesterday i'm we were, you were talking about being tired of farmer's market i love doing farmer's market except the day after yesterday i'm like i'm done with farmer's market <laughs> i'm a better like i'm i'm a more special events guy you know like we go yeah. do like odd odd shows and that's cool I I can't stand doing those long long hour shows like the trade show I was just at I was just like this is too much man yeah it gets long and it's hard and your feet hurt and yeah I get it even the the you know the hot sauce expo in Portland is so tough because it's on gravel but I wouldn't change a thing about it because that is the best show out there it's I I'm looking I think we might try I'm gonna see if we can try and get in there this year. Steve kills it, man. It, it's I, I have that's I have the most fun that I ever have is in that day, that weekend. It, yeah. It's so exciting. That's awesome. Zach talked me into it. Zach was like, "You need to do this one." You you because I'm not a big you know, and he's like, "No, this show is the one you got to do." Labels, we, label. What, was there anything else? Labels you want to talk about? No, uh, we uh, you know I guess I I we had kind of run our course with that. I just. uh was going to piggyback on what you were saying. I think the artist influencing the sauce is the one thing I never could have called that happening. And it happens more often than I could have ever thought. Recently, we did the lemon pepper, which is one of the sauces that I'm really proud. I, I knew I beat unicorn blood, you know, I, I beat that I sauce. That. Oh, I, I did it better. Lemon. I'll send you one. Cool. Um, and uh, Allison Mosshart did the label for it. And it was originally going to be Serrano. Um, and she uh, paints on playing cards and the Queen of Hearts, she says, I'm going to call it Queen of Hearts and it's going to have the smoke coming out of the ears. And so she sent me the thing with the smoke coming out of the ears. And I was like, well, it can't be Serrano then. So I upped it to Hob and uh, man, I love that sauce. It's just a good sauce. You know, it's for everything. And I love it. And uh, went along, did a lot of work to make sure that that came out exactly right. And now it's, it's this beautiful sauce and everybody walks up and sees the label and goes that's the one i want yeah i you know that, that's awesome I, I can tell how passionate you are about it and i it, you got inspired it's like that's that's when you get a good sauce like 
And even if it, it isn't great to everybody, at least you were inspired. Yeah. And, and the artist know. is too, you know, if the artist is satisfied, you've done something for somebody. I do that with all the artists now. I, I will give them minimal information and expect them. And I'm like, this may change my sauce. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I, I even just, name them. When, is this, when does this air? Oh, two to three weeks. Cool. So I just worked on this with a artist friend of mine. It's a uh, candied jalapeno. It's hard oh. to see. And like, I got some holographic oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His sunglasses are holographic too. But like, yeah, I, I did this, these candied jalapenos, all with red jalapenos. Um, super small batch, like, I don't know, not even 300 jars. Uh, and, um, it's mostly like, oh, let's see how it goes kind of thing. Yeah. I can't get red jalapenos all year round. Yeah, so. that's what I was going to say. That's where you're getting those because that's hard to get. <laughs> oh, man. That was, and it was, that was an intense, this is, was an intense jar to make because we i did it all myself i had a couple people helping me but like we had i tried to get out all the seeds out as much as i could um because i didn't want the i didn't want it to look super seed heavy in here yeah and i we got those giant industrial salad spinners and we're just like getting all those seeds out like <laughs> it, was, it, it was the a big or the big orange ones uh-huh yeah, yeah yeah we used to use those yeah. in the restaurant business <laughs> yeah and then, then i went to a you know and then i was shaking it out with some other um colander <laughs> yeah <laughs> it worked and like it's it's funny this one has to like sit for at least 12 days before it really sucks in all that candy flavor and like oh. which is perfect for us because yeah it's gonna sit around until someone until we start selling it we still got yeah. to table it and everything but man yeah this this is gonna be great the artist his name is they drift um he's actually he shares a space with me at uh where i'm at him and his wife do and um it was just inevitable that we would work on a, a label together and yeah i just got the idea for the holographic stuff i was like you know this this would just look cool if, I, if we did that and so it worked out man in person this label it's looks great so awesome man i've got a question for you so i um we, we're doing and i'm surprised you haven't done this yet so um but we're doing a little comic to go with our our uh we have a premium pack you're gonna i'm gonna send you the premium pack but we're going to, uh, I don't have the comics yet for it, but um, I'm surprised you haven't done a comic or have you? We had one started. Um, I don't know what happened. So oh. uh, sometimes things fall off the yeah. you know, radar and, you know, working <laughs> working with graffiti artists, friends of mine and uh, musicians, yeah. there's, and there's a lot of hiccups and follow through isn't always the best. So that's the challenging part. Um but yeah, it, it was looking really cool too. <laughs> yeah, oh, I get it. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, working with artists is the most satisfying and least satisfying part of my job. Yeah. So yeah, I, I totally agree. So inspiration, who, I think you maybe have already named this, but who in the hot sauce world inspire, inspires you? And I would say as a person, as a, you know, just those people in the hot sauce industry that you look up to and want to move toward. Yeah, I would say um, Sarah Marshall. Marshall's Hot Sauce is a huge inspiration to me. Um, Stacy Moritz from Aardvark has just been great. I mean, the information she shares with me to help me out is just amazing. It's, it's awesome. And then uh, Nikki from Hot Mama Salsa as well. I mean, she makes these flavors and like the meals she's making at home that she posts and stuff like that. 
and just being an all around awesome person. Um, those are the type of folks I stride strive to be because I mean they're 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 killing it, and like I just I really enjoy them as people. Yeah, um, it's not business first. You know, it's 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 human interaction and and relationship before anything. And it's, it's three women that are really moving and motivating me to do this. Um, I feel like what they're doing is different than any other sauces out there, and I really enjoy and appreciate everything they've you know they've done for me. Oh, that reminds me, by the way, just to uh, go slightly in a different direction, but I love that sauce. I So I haven't tasted the sauce and it's probably gone by now, but the one you did, what was the, uh, you know, which one, you know, I'm talking where I'm going with this. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the um, was it masculine tears? Oh God. Um, Ghost of masculine pride. Yes. Oh yeah. my God. That was great. So every year, every year I'm doing a different hot, hot, you know, the yeah. start, this was all started because of the uh, Portland hot sauce expo. I've like, really? I knew I didn't have anything like super spicy and I, there's always every single time, especially at that event, there's going to be the guy who comes up and says, give me your hottest sauce, give yep. me the spiciest stuff. And it was always like that machismo guy, you know? So it started off as being, you know, every year hot sauce is hot, hot. And then it evolved into uh, the machismo sauce. And so I did two years. Oh, I of remember that one. Yeah. yeah. I did two years of machismo sauces. And then a friend of mine, um, we were trying to come up with a new name for the this recent one. And he was telling me the English version way to go. And it just, it came out and I heard him say it. And I was like, the ghost of masculine pride. And just like... <laughs> We just went from a cheap film and then just made like a, an English version of it. So, and it just sounded so funny to me. That's and awesome. A little bit of hate mail. Oh, yeah. I saw that. some comments on your post. Yeah. We, we did that something like that with, uh, we don't have it anymore. We just recently got rid of it. But um, we'd have those guys because we we're in a college town too, you know, and they'd come up and they'd be like, What's the hottest sauce you got? My wife goes, Let's just mix 10 of these to co- together and call it idiot sauce. And we did. It wasn't very hot, but it was really good. And so we added a ton of scorpion pepper to it and called it idiot sauce. So then these guys would walk up and say, what's the hottest thing you got? And we'd say idiot sauce. And they go, oh, that's, that's for me. <laughs> it was hilarious. Hey, hey, I, at first I started, I was taking offense out of it a little bit because I just thought they were being, you know, fratty kind of jerks. Yeah. Then over time, I realized that there is, there's a lot of the folks that just want a really spicy sauce yeah. who are actually being genuine about it. Um, it's hard for me to always like, okay, well, I'll, I'll make you something really hot. But every time I do it, I don't know why, it never ends up being as hot as I wanted to get. And it's okay because it's a, I can still eat it myself and it's great. Yeah. But it ends up being just a good gateway for them to try the sauces. And then next thing you know, they're trying all of them. Like they're like, oh my God, these are actually delicious. You know, because yeah. like the, the Ghost of Masculine Pride is, it's about a, a seven out of 10, if that. I don't even, you know, it's hard to rate heat um but if i can eat it then <laughs> then fine you know like i don't do the hot 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 stuff myself yeah anymore. me either uh, we, we did the victory sauce which is i mean i don't know it's pretty hot but it's not i i can eat it barely but i can eat it yeah i mean i can eat fresh ha- habaneros and stuff like that and like you know i enjoy it but like i don't the pepper i i really set myself at and stop is like the thai chilies 
Like I love Thai chilies. I'll eat them up, you know, but usually it has to have a little bit of fish sauce with it too. Yeah. Yeah. But the seasoning helps. It makes it better yeah. anyway. So yeah. The idiot sauce that, that I'm glad you said that about the people who eat really spicy and just want it the hottest thing, because one of the reasons why we got rid of idiot sauce was because I felt like it was a negative and I wanted to go more positive. And so we changed it. We made our hottest sauce victory sauce. Yeah. There's, yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with being machismo. It's just yeah. a way of life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's okay. when you take it to a negative place that it's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're just having fun. I mean, the ghost of masculine pride wasn't supposed to be a political thing either, though. People took it the wrong way. And that's usually who takes it the wrong way. Yeah. And that's totally fine. You know, it doesn't bother me. I don't lose sleep when I get neg- hate mail. It kind of just motivates me, inspires me more. No, we get some of that for our, we do a um, unicorn blood. The the pride version we do. Oh, we change it. One, yeah. yeah, every year we change it to pride. Yeah. And then a portion of the proceeds goes to the Trevor Project and our local uh, organization, uh, Inland Oasis. And um, so we get, uh, especially here in Idaho, we'll get, oh, I'm not buying your sauces ever again. I'm throwing them all in the trash. I've gotten a few of those. And I'm like, you know, sorry. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. It always ends up creating more posts. I, I mean, I'm sure at some point there's a tipping point, but when people do that, a ton of people will come on and say positive things, just completely. It's an avalanche of positivity that, you know, wipes out what they said. So it's fine. Yeah. You know. Well, all right. Hot sauce, hot takes. Do you have any hot takes? You know, something that other people, you know, my big hot take, you're going to hate my big hot take. You've, you've heard it. I, I don't like Cholula. Um, just not a big fan. Um, but it's because I grew up in Southern California and there were so many better sauces. Um, my, I, my go-to of like the grocery store, you know, table hot sauces was always Pico Pica had a little bit more balance to it and a little bit more flavor, but that's my hot take. What did everybody else likes that you maybe feel differently about? Sriracha. Um, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. People go ahead, you know, it's great. But like, I've noticed after you know years of using sriracha that i don't want to make my pho any sweeter i don't want to add any sugar to my pho yeah um and i as much as i i want to embrace i, I you know i grew up with sriracha i tr- I bought a bottle not that long ago just because i was like you know what there's all that hype because of the shortage and everything yeah, everything yeah. about it and so i saw it on the shelf and it was like you know four dollars and i was like yeah okay let me take it home try it out again and i just was like okay it's not for me but it's because our palates have grown and yeah. now we know you know like i don't eat cholula but i will i still like tabasco you know tabasco has a buffalo sauce that's really good um and their chipotle is pretty di- i hate to say it their chipotle is pretty damn good it doesn't taste like chipotle sauce but it's right. good sauce i'm not a chipotle fan unless it's fresh like pepper like yeah but it's okay like there it didn't this is why hot this is why this flavor stuff is so subjective we're all gonna like different things yeah absolutely um but no i think it's the sriracha thing and if if you're just loading up your pho with 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 sauce like especially like a like a sriracha or something like that man like what it's kind of like 
you're telling the people who were back there cooking that broth for 24 hours that it, their broth wasn't good enough and you've got to sweeten it up. Like, it's already so delicious. Don't yes. mess with it, you know? You add some jalapenos to it, that's fine. But, like, that's just my my idea. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. You and know what? Go ahead. I always think of a sriracha as um, if you close your eyes and think of sriracha, like when I make a meal for my wife, instead of saying, did you like that? That's always so hard for somebody to answer that it's, it's, they have to go negative if they don't like it, or if there was something didn't like. So I always say is what would you change about that? So what would I change about sriracha? I would add some lemon. It just needs a little bit more brightness to it. It would take away some of that sweetness, just a touch of it. And I think that would make it a completely different and really wonderful sauce. Um, I, yeah, I don't I don't have any complaints about it other than that I've learned to not use it in certain things. Yeah. I love a sriracha mayo. I love I'd love to like yeah. mayo. Um I, I will use it for certain things, but I've just know now that there's other things out there that I can you know, really use to taste, make something taste really good. Have you but had this? Have the option. If you don't have the option, go for it. Oop, there we go. Have you had this? This is the original. I don't know if it'll. I can't see it, but there it we looks... go. It's in Thai. Okay. I don't even know what the name of it is, um, but it's it's the original sriracha. It's not as sweet. Oh. It's hmm. it's a little bit more, and it's got more. Uh, they're doing a little more fermentation. You can taste it, and I don't know what kind of, it because it's in Thai. I don't know what kind of chilies they're using, but this is the or, uh, the original. So I don't know. It's it's worth trying at least once. I hear there's a segment that we're gonna try another sauce. Yeah. Yes, this is what I've been looking forward to. All right, let's do Can that. We jump to it. Yeah, you go first. Okay. So my travels to Toronto, I met up with this DJ, Scratch Bastard, who is just like super dope DJ. And um, he's got some hot sauce. And then he has a jerk sauce that he gave oh. me. And I, oh, I love me some jerk sauce. I haven't tried it yet. And I was really looking forward to giving it a taste. And this is out of Toronto. Oh, that is, yes. What's the name on it? Scratch Bastard. It's with a... Okay. Oh, I think I've seen that somewhere. Oh my god, that is so good. I mean, that's jerk chicken right there. I mean, yeah, mm. it's one of my favorite things. I've had more jerk chicken this last week than I've ever had in my life, and I'm not not disappointed with that at all. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I've got uh, pelogi, uh, curse. Yeah, I haven't yeah, had this. Just yet. Just hit me. <laughs> I think it's gonna be hot, dude. That was a, a creeper, then. Yeah, I figured it was gonna it's gonna light me up a little bit. Matter of fact, I'm gonna use a spoon. Yeah, um, it's I, gonna light I've you learned, up a lot. I've learned to uh, do the milder sauces when we do this because uh, <laughs> it gets hard to talk. But oh, uh, you know, that's what editing's for, right? Uh, five minutes yeah, of like Nick. Nick doesn't fuck around with the sauces. So it's gonna be hot as fuck. That's delicious, though. Holy moly! What you got, Zach? You got some sauce? Oh, excuse me. I do. I have this uh, called Alvin's. Alvin's. Uh, I don't know. Brian Amp sent it to me. It's like a Caribbean style sauce. If Brian sent it to you, it's going to light you up. No, that's not entirely true. That's true. First, ing first ingredient is Scotch bonnet oil. Oh. It's, yeah, Ooh. it's going to be so good. Chunky. There was some Scotch bonnet in this jerk, too. Oh, I do not like that. <laughs> not a big, like, pepper forward guy you know what i mean uh yeah i don't know what I don't else like is it. in it um uh, yeah no so scotch bonnet's first ingredient 
followed by papaya, but with papaya being the second ingredient, it's not very sweet. And you got to play with papaya garlic. to make it work. Yeah, mm. and it's got mustard, garlic. It's got yellow five in it, though. Yellow number five? <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that, that brings me to a hot take that I was thinking about earlier. I purposely used MSG in the, uh, the chili crisp I made. It's, it's so yes. Oh man, that makes me like you so much. I mean, I already uh, thought you were a great guy. It was, a, <laughs> it was a, it was a fuck you to a lot of people. You know what I yep. mean? Um, I get it. You know, but at the same time, it wasn't a fuck you to everybody because there's a lot of people who just don't know yet. Yes. And it took a little bit of education to like figure out that you know that. <laughs> and then you know the think about the whole story behind MSG and the racism that that, yeah. that it's just like wow. And so I put MSG in it. I've had a few conversations. Most people, because I'm in Portland, get it and they have no problem with it. Um, I like anything else, you know. Just got everything in moderation, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And yeah, and the other things that's special I, I should mention about that uh, seaweed, or not, the chili crisp is this: there's seaweed in it, organ seaweed. Yeah. And it was something I've always wanted to play with, and I had the opportunity to, so I, I did it. And I made it, that's what took another a while to figure out too. In it, because it started off with fresh seaweed, I moved to a dry. We, they had to dry it for me yeah. because it was a it was a hot mess. Um, oh, so once we figured it out, man, it, it added that more of that umami punch to it. Um, but yeah, MSG. Like I, I love MSG. I, yeah, no problem with in it. In other cultures, they use it like salt. It's on their tables. Yeah, I mean, what I what gets me is when somebody writes on their packaging or on their window MSG free. We proudly yeah. don't have MSG. Like we proudly don't. Have, okay, but that just that just means they don't know yet, and it, it's going to take a little more time and education for them to figure it out. I yeah. guess. I uh, so we have a Korean style sriracha we do with uh, gochugaru uh -huh. and uh, lemon and soy sauce. But I, the original run, I took it off for the exact same reasons you'd mentioned. But I put on there proudly contains MSG on my bottle. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I said that you have it. Uh, I don't know if I, I might still have a couple of those labels. If I do, I'll send you one. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, she, you know, Kenji Lopez Alt. Have you read that article he wrote on it? I don't know about if, if I read that specific article on He's it. He's got no. a great article on uh, on MSG. You probably, if you were researching it, that's one of the first ones that usually comes up. And I sent him uh, a, a picture of that on the side of the bottle when I first did it. And I said, this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, really I have cool. another one. I want to I wanna come out with the an msg like it's gonna be called ms jesus <laughs> <laughs> so i'm taking it a step further than what i already did because i just that's how much i like messing with people i don't yeah. really like messing with people i, I do a little bit yeah yeah you oh, do it's fun. okay it's it's you're right, right. It's okay. <laughs> we don't think any less of you it's so it, much fun might, though we might you know? think a little more of you as a matter of fact yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, us too <laughs> oh man <laughs> if you get this the you know you can get it in canada you can get it on uh his website um it's dj scratch bastard it's with a k but if you look him up on instagram scratch bastard with a k i mean his djing the turntablism is ridiculously 
great. So do you have any questions for us? Why are you doing a podcast? Don't get me fucking started. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm here. Okay, because someone wouldn't leave me the fuck alone about it. That's me. You don't even like talking to people, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So this is why um, it dawned on me one day. I don't know if I've ever told you this, Zach, but this was my whole the whole reason I wanted to do this is we would get really mad about these cowboy hot sauce companies making our industry look bad because they just don't care. And they would just start making sauce and they would do it in their backyard or their garage or wherever. And it wouldn't matter. And granted, we all started out that way, but some people just don't care and keep doing it even when they've been told otherwise. And we would talk, Zach and I would get on the phone and talk for hours sometimes like this. And I thought, why don't we turn the tables on this, do a podcast where we can talk about these things with people that are doing it the right way. And when these new people are coming along, they'll see this as just the way you do it. And then step in line and start doing things the way, you know, using a process authority, taking care of business the way you're supposed to, getting the better food processing license, doing all those steps that we all did eventually, you know. Some of them will, some of them won't. Yeah. But if we, you know, we promote that positive side, it's more likely we're going to have more people following in line and doing it. Plus, you remember how hard it was finding information? It was yeah. so hard. You know, yeah. so if we're doing a podcast where we're giving out information, hey, with other hot sauce companies, it's great. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's so much information I used to share with so many different people. Yeah, sure. You've all had that bad experience where someone completely takes advantage of your information. Yep. yep. <laughs> and it, you know, sometimes it's personal and it like affects you. But then like, when you really think about it, you're just like, well, you know what? It's just fucking hot sauce. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... End of the day, yeah. Like, what are we going to do? I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I want people to have good information. I don't yeah. want them getting people sick. I think the influx of hot sauce is a good thing. I'm not, I'm just one other guy who started a hot sauce business in Portland, not knowing what I was doing. And people actually helped me, you know, in ways. I did a lot of my own research to figure all that out. Yeah. But I mean, when someone needs help, I try my best to give them a good direction to go. I don't give them all the information anymore because I feel like that's too much of a shortcut. You need to do the research. Yeah. 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 Because it's part of reaping the benefits of having a business is actually putting in the time and work. I think part of the hard, I agree totally with you that they have to do the work, but I also think that one of the hardest things I had was getting good research, getting good information, finding the information I needed when I would hear so many, you know, if you talk about how, how to bottle and, you know, using the hot fill hold method, you'll have mm -hmm. 10 other guys jumping in going, oh, you don't need to do that because da, 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 da. And they sound like they totally know what they're doing and don't. Yep. And that's the hardest part yeah. about that. And that's kind of why I thought if we did this podcast, it would be a positive way of having real successful companies coming in and saying what they're doing. Man, I remember cleaning every bottle, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's uh, the information you found, yeah. you know? Did yeah. you buy a handy filler? uh yes i did yeah, that, the shitty handy filler that didn't work like 300 bucks or 400 bucks for a 3d printed basically piston filler 
Oh no no I did not get that no no no, no. <laughs> I you know I went a route that was pretty cool I used a a fermenter just with a spout oh and like people are I mean I I know people still doing that in yeah. the in a commercial kitchen and it's working really well for them and that's just the way it is because they don't have that piston filler because like I feel like if you have a piston filler you gotta have it's gotta be at least a three spout piston filler for this production to really work like what you know yeah. Um, one spout piston filler is going to save you a little bit of time, but not enough. Yeah. You know, uh, that's not entirely true, my friend. As Zach just switched over to piston filler. So it's that much single. faster. I mean, cause you're still touching the bottle a bunch. True. However, I mean, granted right now I'm doing it myself. If I had someone yeah. capping bottles, I could, I could easily put out 24 bottles a minute, 24 to 30 bottles a minute. I, I just still feel like three at a time is the way to go. You know, especially if you're going to invest yeah. that much in a piston filler, but you're you can probably well, mock yours up eventually, right? Uh, I mean, I could I could connect it directly to the kettle, and it'll save me from having to pull product off the kettle. Oh yeah, that's nice too. Uh, yeah, I like those. Nice. We're yeah. not there yet either. Uh, We're not. <laughs> we uh, we could so we chose not, or I chose, I should say not to get one of the cheap Chinese fillers off uh, eBay. We used a, a, a company here in the United States, Apex Filling Systems, and if it ever gets into a position where we can then automate our fill system, mm -hmm. like they will automate my current machine. And yeah, it may only do one bottle at a time, but now 30 bottles a minute. It's, that's a lot of sauce every hour. I, uh, I we're still using a beer kettle. Yeah. On, a, on a stove uh but it's 30 gallon so it's you know we we get through quite a bit the gravity does a lot the hand fillers that you're holding too those are crazy people were you know i know sarah marshall does a lot of her stuff like that and i, I always respect that i'm like wow that's I, my arm my shoulder would be done by the end of the day that thing like yeah the pancake filler pan yeah pancake batter thing i love those things for when i'm do doing you know small test runs and stuff like that um, they're great, but I couldn't imagine doing, you know, 200 bottles like that. I was wondering about that if they didn't just do those for videos. Um, no. Really? Wow. But she's also, she does, she she only makes the uh, amount of hot sauce that she needs. Like, so her stuff's always really pretty fresh, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. I've, uh, I ordered some a couple of years ago. I haven't done it in a while. I, I stopped ordering hot sauce for a while until we started this podcast. And I've been kind of like, you know, it's like after not watching movies for a couple of years, you suddenly watch movies and it's like, I don't have a time to watch all this. Now I don't have a time to order all these hot sauces. Like, holy moly. It's great. It's great to yeah. on hot ones. Like, that's great. Any other questions? I have none. I mean, <laughs> what are you guys making for dinner? Uh, oh, I, either oatmeal or eggs, dude. Come yeah, on, you can do oatmeal or eggs right fucking, now. <laughs> I can't eat anything, dude. Yeah. You got an immersion blender. Just blend it down. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to like blend down steak. Or, no, that wouldn't be I mean? good. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't sound good at all. No. <laughs> I, you know what? I had a burger. Uh, I'm pretty good for the rest of the evening. Nice. nice. Yeah, that's it for me. I think. I'm gonna have carving some pumpkins going. The oh, next that's right. Hours, so yeah. fun. So I think that's what we're gonna do too. We just went to the pumpkin oh. patch. So hey, David, I gotta tell you. Um, I, when you're talking about some of the people in the business that are so like when they ask me what my favorite Charman, High Desert, you, those are the, my my big three, and and I can't leave out um, Secret Aardvark because they were the sauce that really 
drove me in the, in the early days uh, and still do in a lot of ways. It's just a perfect sauce. That means a lot. They, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you guys have been great, you know, since I've known you uh-huh. years. <laughs> Thank you. Well, no, I don't know about that, but we, we've had our <laughs> moment. Come on. We've had I'll our moment. Uh, I, would, I would like to formally apologize. Usually I'm a little more lively during these episodes, a little more talkative. I'm just uh, 100% I right now. So I understand. It's uh, all good. I, I feel like you did not get the full experience. So we're going to have to have you back. That's I cool. think that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I could. I I seriously had to cut, I had to edit the questions because I had so many. I, I've just <laughs> I've had a bunch of your sauces and loved them and had I could have gone way way deep into them. So thank you very much, man. You Thanks you have a much. good one now. Enjoy your carving pumpkins. <laughs>